Welcome to Spirit of Success, the podcast, the show where we share stories and powerful conversations with people who have been through their journey from pain to freedom. What's your spirituality? Is it a super asset and your superpower? We want to help you find clarity. Listen to this episode so that you can learn more about how to do that and enjoy the spirit of success in your life as you define it. Here is your host, Dr. Tracy Debbie. Um, welcome back to Spirit of Success. The podcast, rein it in. I'm just kidding. Um, welcome back to Spirit of Success. The, podca- the podcast, just keep going. Um, this is going to be fun. Um, we're already laughing. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Um, Obviously, people know that we're good friends if they've heard um, the episodes with you, um, particularly this last one. I wanted to re- remind you that we actually did, we collectively decided to not release that episode originally. And then I approached you, gosh, a few months later. I think we recorded this in April. Um, and I asked you um, if we could record it or release it. And you said yes. And then it's so interesting that it's on this list. So we recorded this in the spring because I remember your story with the guitar player oh, yeah. <laughs> in the forest. <laughs> yeah, that's how I know when we recorded it because I would have no idea. Um, so maybe if you could start off by telling our listeners what has been like the big shift for you, for you personally and professionally um, since we, since we recorded. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm so flattered to be on the list. I'm like honored that people downloaded and that's so sweet and so kind and I'm so glad that people are curious right because I think that's what drives both of us in many ways and it's cool to be able to share it especially to kind of like open the door to a little bit of what our friendship looks like and obviously people saw that at the beginning of this episode too but um as far as what has happened slash what the big lessons have been since April that is that is like me looking into the cave of wonders and trying not to touch anything. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even quite know how to quantify it. Um, Cause I think I thought, I think I had a lot of misconceptions about a lot of different things, which obviously we learn and grow. We know more, right. That's the perpetual goal. But I think I had thought that I understood what growth was in 2020. And I think I had understood, or I thought I had understood what, like what grief looks like and what I'm feeling your emotions look like. And I think pretty much every belief that I had and every foundational bit of understanding that I thought I had in 2020 was shaken and some of them were destroyed and everything was integrated. Like the, the kind of theme of 2021 was, and just, I've been doing a lot of reflection because we're, a few days before the end of the year, which is nuts. And yeah, as I've been doing a lot of reflection, I've just recognized this year has been like, it, 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 I'm, I'm speechless. Like you can see me and it takes a lot, but like, I don't even know how to quantify this. Like my life has completely transformed. And I think one of the big themes is that I allowed myself for the first time to really start to take my own potential seriously without being too serious about it, but to really lean into what that looks like. So like a couple other themes were having roots and wings and learning how to exercise both. 
and it's been reactivating a lot of knowledge and understanding that I had from the past and really grounding in it and letting it deepen and let the things that needed to fall away fall away and taking responsibility for my choices and consequences and actions and it has been it's been amazing I mean not easy by any stretch of the imagination but things have happened some things have happened with such ease and the resistance that I've created whether it was conscious or not I think illuminated a lot of the things that I still get to work on yeah, that's kind of a long-winded answer of kind of what's been going on since April. Mm. You know, I want to reflect what I'm hearing to you, if that's okay, um, and kind of tie it into like stuff that I'm doing right now. So I'm really, I'm reading old books again. And if anyone knows me, I read really old stuff. And um, the language that they use is so simple because so many people were seeking truth back then. So they were talking about something called like the primary satisfaction, which is our connectedness to our soul. And then this, the like secondary satisfaction is when we don't feel that what we do instead, because there's like a void, right? <clears throat> and how do we fill the void? It was like the old question that they were asking that. It's not an old question. It's a very relevant question. But what it seems like to me to like reflect back to you is you're actually grounding in the primary satisfaction which is the like new roots but roots part because when you try to ground in something that's not the truth of who you are it inherently is not going to like last right and there's going to be that void kind of pops up and I think that's where I, I call it tension like there's tension that like builds and so there's a choice like do I want to go this way or that way and you can choose whatever you want but sometimes the hard thing feels like choosing the the more threatening thing seemingly <laughs> um seemingly and then that's when like things happen with ease you know from that it's like if you consciously choose to do something that's quote-unquote hard or threatening there seems to be so that's what it seems like to me um through my perspective that you've done which is really beautiful because being your friend like I can tell you have transformed and changed you know and so have I um and so I think that that's cool that being <laughs> she's doing her happy dance <laughs> so <laughs> so it seems to me like for you 2021 was about transformation 100 okay so i have something that i think might be helpful to like ground people because i recognize my answer was kind of a lovely place it was hardy and heady but it led with head so as a part of my 2021 reflection i recognize for myself this is the first year that i tr i like deeply feel foundationally capable about leaving things in the past like i was in this habit and pattern of mm. dragging things from quote unquote necessity from one year to another, to another, to another. And I'm in the season of acknowledging things and thanking them and just putting them where they're supposed to go. And if they're not, they get released to, with gratitude. And like, it's simple, right? And it sounds so just so, so simple and so matter of fact that I literally was unconsciously dragging all the shit around because I felt like I needed to because I hadn't milked the lesson for everything it was worth. So it was so interesting and there were so that belief and that method of operation was an example of something that was revealed to me this year because of the prep work that had been done in years past but i now recognize that i have a choice of whether or not to continue to keep it or let it go and it being lessons it being people it being versions of myself it being beliefs that my family has it may or may not align with who the direction that my life is supposed to go like it's in this slew of diff from different areas and different directions, but 
as a part of this kind of closure process, I really was feeling led this year to just let December be December. And like in years past, I would have started like middle of December, toying with and like tinkering with 2022 and like getting, allowing myself, because I'm really good at getting into the energy of things if I'm open. And I'm really good at getting myself, like getting myself and also whatever it is excited about it. But I recognize one of the gaps that I have in my own life. And you and I have talked a little bit about this. I'm totally comfortable with a one-hit wonder. Like, I am totally comfortable about, let's just see what we can get away with and then making it happen. But what's been challenging for me, I've noticed as a pattern, is the actual consistency and follow-through. Whether it's daily, weekly, quarterly, whatever, I'm recognizing there's a huge window of opportunity for me there. So in doing that and having this kind of, okay, this is the vantage point that we're now looking at things from. Um, I wrote a letter to 2021. And in doing that, it's been so interesting because mm. it's been this, just as I've been led, I've been contributing to it in this kind of closing out December, closing out 2021, letting this chapter, letting the page actually turn rather than like book airing everything and thinking I'm going to go back to it and then never going back. I'm recognizing that now that I have all of these incredible tools that I've been acquiring over the past 29 years at this point, it's important for me to know where they are and know how to use them and not think that I have to carry my whole toolkit around with me all the time. And this is very intimate, so please honor it, everyone listening. <laughs> but I, kind of, I actually, it's, it's interesting to me that I'm even open to doing this because you know how private I am. Um, so the first word on the page is unification. And that was a word in reflection that really popped up. It's been this integration of self. It's been this integration of past, present, future. It's mind, body, spirit. It's unification of self. And just this deepening and like, like everything is sinking in, but nobody's sinking. It's really interesting. So it says 2021 has been a year of transformation, a year of growing up, a year of unearthing capital T truth, a year of uncoupling beliefs and investigating actions, patterns, setting the foundation in capital T truth to find firm footing, a year of building. Oh, this is good context for the audience and for you. But my, so I have a word of the year that just kind of comes up. And sometimes it comes up in November of the previous year. Sometimes it comes up in January. Sometimes it comes up in March. I never really know when it's going to come, but I'm always open to it. And I've done this for a few years now. So the word that revealed itself toward the, my year 29 and also 2021 was unstoppable. So it's been a really interesting, but that's just for context. The letter then goes on to say, it's interesting. What I didn't recognize about unstoppable as a word for 2021 was how it would transpire and reveal itself. You see, I thought it was going to look, quote, unquote, one way, and it turns out it didn't. And that was exactly what I needed. 2021 has been a year of demolition, whether forcefully or not, <laughs> of old beliefs, patterns, thoughts, etc., and a building up from the studs. 2020 was a year that broke me, and we began to identify the shards on the floor. 2021 has been a year of shedding, sorting, sobbing, stepping into, and building, building the bridge from the past to the present to the future. This is an interesting part too. It says, 2021 has been a year of coming into my personal power. I've learned to honor my heart. And that's a capital H heart. It's been a year of restoration and healing, a year of slowing down, a year of integration, a year of learning to exercise both my roots and my wings. Oh, this is a good one too. 2021 has been a year of rebirth. This is the year I became honest with myself, admitted to myself the role guilt, shame, hurt, and anger have had in creating the life I'm now living. So it's, that was like little snippets of what the letter says, but it's like seven pages. 
<laughs> typed yeah and it's not double spaced like it just in some of its bullet mm-hmm. points but it's just this is what came up during 2021 and part of the exercise too is writing the letter to i got really inspired and it was just kind of dropped and i was like yep this mm-hmm. is it um writing a letter to the companies that i run and acknowledging the things that the ways that i've been able to be a conductive vessel and a very clear vessel and also the ways that I've neglected that and distracted myself and in doing so didn't honor what the companies needed at the time. So I'm really looking forward once this feels more complete, which I don't know when that's going to be. I'm looking forward to writing a letter to 2022 kind of on the front end and then being able to do something on the back end as things keep moving. Wow. Well, thanks for sharing that with us. Yeah, That is really special. I, I hope people recognize um, how you unique and special that is that we got to hear that from you. Um, I think that a great suggestion would be if you feel called to, as you're hearing this, to write a letter to 2021 and um, something to just piggyback off of like lessons from 2021. I made some incredible moves in 2021 as well. And I realized like when you feel the energy, go with it. Like when you hesitate and doubt and like, oh, is this for me? Like that's when you go against your own intuition. Like people are like, how do I listen? I'm like, when you feel it, you could be wrong, but what if you're right? It's a very low risk way of finding out. So like, if you're hearing her and you're like, I want to write a letter to 2021, like literally stop this, go write it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Or wait until we're like, it's done and just write it. Um, But really follow the energy because there's an, an intelligence with that and we don't have to understand it, but just follow it. So um, that was beautiful. Um, I, I, I even enjoyed that. Cause guys, I had never oh. heard that. So <laughs> when I hadn't shared, like I hadn't shared it with you. I hadn't honestly shared it. We had talked about the fact that I did it, but we hadn't like talked about it within our friendship yet. So yeah, it's re- even to like, to look at it. I think the way that it naturally was structured, if you're curious, so a lot of it was organic. So I started off and just letting what wanted to express express. And you guys heard the first few paragraphs Then I jumped around a little bit, but I then went, so the beginning portion is just allowing yourself to like write Dear 2021 and then just free flow. Um, and then the next section was one of my intentions at the beginning of this year was to fill in the blank, whatever that was for you. Another section was really identifying and looking at what did I let go of this year? And like my prompt is a letting go of colon, whatever it wants to come out. It says another prompt to the next section is these 365 days have been full of colon. And then this year I gained colon. And then I closed the letter. This might, this might feel good for, for you if you're curious and writing. It says, as we close the 2021 chapter, I cleanse and wash away all I no longer wish to care. I enter into 2022 with, oh, this is so good, with a cleansed spirit, a clean, joyful, peace-filled heart. Wow. Yeah, if you're curious and are, we'll see if anybody is. I would love if you do. Let me know because I'm really curious. Yeah, I please let her know. know. Yeah, just let one of us know because I think um, this is so personal and like intimate that if it does um, really resonate with you, like I think it'd be really really helpful to just share. And you don't have to share details, but Mm -hmm. just even that if it like you know resonated with you, I think that's beautiful can I ask you a question Mm -hmm. do you think it'd be different if you wrote it first person versus third person like do you think it would it would give you a perspective shift a little bit 
I think so a lot of my life I've kind of spent detached from myself and I think a lot of us can relate to them a lot of yeah I think we all know what you're talking but about for yeah me, for this every single word that I wrote was first person and I think if I'd done it in third person the energy would have been that of the dis- the detachment interesting because like yeah it's a different vantage point but this was a very intimate letter and is still growing to be a very intimate letter between the experience that I myself had past present and future with this chapter specifically mm-hmm. but yeah I think had I written I, I wasn't led to do that but somebody else might be right and so I'm just bringing it up it's just on my conscious so I'm like huh interesting explore that um well, you you know what? I think that's a great place to wrap this up because I was going to ask you like, and what oh. do you what are you looking forward to in twenty twenty two? And then part of me is like, that doesn't actually feel right right now um, to ask you. I'm really excited for twenty twenty two, but it's this like full throttle. I love it. Not to I sign up for whether I knew it or not. Um, but yeah, I know. It's like a different energy. It's like the eagerness versus excitement energy. Like I am so eager to co-create with 2022 and I'm so excited to jump in and like that is great but right now I'm also in the middle of like cleaning shit up from 2021 I'm like you know what we're gonna be here where we're here and like we're gonna do the things we need to do and like not force anything and just be led and be here and just like live in presence and 2022 is gonna be here in like three days and I'm so excited on that note happy new year everyone thank you for tuning in this was really fun and thanks for sharing so openly that's gonna help a lot of people so i had no idea that was gonna come out (laughs) surprise (laughs) look at me magic (laughs) (laughs) this is how we actually talk in our friendship just so everyone knows anyway thank you for being here cheers um happy new year everyone and we'll chat with you guys in the new year Teresa, welcome back to Spirit of Success, the podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Thank you for joining me today. Tracy, I'm thrilled to be back. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah, so I'm super excited to like talk to you because we we actually haven't talked really since the podcast recording here and there a little bit, but I just want to tell all of our listeners here that your episode was the most downloaded episode in 2021, which is just phenomenal, fantastic. I knew that the episode was powerful when we recorded it. Like I just had this deep feeling in my body, Um, but to see it actually reflected back to me as the most downloaded episode is so super cool. What has been the biggest change for you since we recorded, which was in 2021, I should say. I think one of the biggest shifts, lots of changes, right? Lots of changes. As humans, we're meaning making machines. So we tell ourselves stories all the time. And then we kind of craft the story we're going to tell everybody else. Um, But if I think if we spend more time really digging into what is the story we're telling ourselves and we get more intimate with that story, then maybe we can get more comfortable with it and we can allow ourselves to be open and vulnerable enough to actually make that the freaking story. And not yes. give other people a different story. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm grateful to your listeners for tuning in. 
Um, I'm, I'm glad that it resonated or hopefully it resonated just because they listened doesn't mean I guess it resonated, but let's just say it did, um, with so many people. Mm -hmm. And so I think one of the changes and I don't know that our conversation was the catalyst, but it was certainly a part of the change. And that is, you know, this shift within me that says, maybe my own story is worth sharing more. Mm. And I have been playing with that uh, for a number of months now. And I would say, particularly on LinkedIn, I don't always share it so much on Instagram. You know, I would say probably 75% of the time I'm sharing on IG as well. But my posts on Instagram mm -hmm. and LinkedIn have been have had a slightly more personal take on them, right? Like here's a little bit of what's showing up for me. And then I kind of uh, uh, parlay that into how it might be showing up for others, um, particularly for leaders, because, you know, that's my jam. Um, and mm -hmm. that is... Uh, you know, I've had a number of people, Tracy, like I've had a number of what I'm going to call it signs from the universe since our conversation around storytelling and what I do and how I do that. And so I'm the big shift for me or the big change has been how do I get how do I get more comfortable with that, with being a storyteller and how, where and when? Do I share more of my story or continue to tell my story or capture my story? So really, it's about the story. I love that. I love that. And I'm so, so then this is like no mistake that your episode is the number one most downloaded because I think that's a clear sign for you. And there are constant ways to evolve and grow and learn that I'm also learning as well. Um, so you're, you're also helping me with that. Um, so you kind of, you answered both questions that I wanted to ask about, you know, what has been the biggest change and how are you different? Um, I guess what I would really love, and I think everyone would like love to know is like, what is your big takeaway from 2021 and what are you looking forward to in 2022? It's going to sound repetitive to some degree um, because the big takeaway is that our individual stories matter. Uh, you know, I've always had this thing where I was reluctant to do this sort of thing, right? To have like, to be, uh, I never wanted to be put in a position where I had to be an expert on something, right? Like on a panel, speaking engagements, uh, there was always something that was made me uncomfortable about putting myself up as some kind of authority on a subject or expert on something. So that was always like this place where I really just, you know, had a great reluctance, reluctance to step into um, so, you know, what I'm going to take in with me to 2022 as that learning from 2021 is, you know, the only thing I'm ever going to be really comfortable being an expert on is my own story. And, uh, and, and Frig, I am the expert on that. And I will continue to mine my own story and my own experiences for, the lessons, the gifts, the richness that it has to offer me. And I will continue to find ways to share that with those people that care, right? 
those people who want to know, for those people with whom it resonates. Um, and I think to your point earlier that um, the very personal is universal, like it will, it will. And the work for me is to become more and more comfortable doing that. Um, there's also this like need to, sh to sift through it and think like what really matters, like what's really important, like what really, where really is the story or where really are the lessons? What really do I want to share? Um, because it is meaningful for me like without trying to make it meaningful for other people because there's that danger of trying to make it meaningful for others um and i think i think that can trip me up uh so you know where is it most meaningful for me and finding ways to integrate that into the work that i do with my clients but also just let it be a story i love that I love that. And just to get people caught up on what we talked about before we went on air, I just said that something I learned this year is what's most personal is most universal. And that has been a guiding light for me. And um, I, I just love what you shared so much. And if you're okay, I would love to reflect something back to you that I'm hearing and that also I recognize by sharing my story. So the like podcast has been a vehicle for me to also be really kind of honest about what my experience in my life has been. And I realized that the more I told the story, I accepted myself more. And I could see different, different ways that I showed myself grace that I didn't even realize, um, or even ways I could show myself grace now for all that I have gone through. It's sort of like, we talked about it in the episode too, reflection is the key to growth, especially if it's intentional. And the one place I hadn't intentionally reflected on was my story <laughs> and my life. And ever since I started doing that, it has been a game changer. But the biggest thing that has shifted is me accepting myself. And because I accept myself, then I accept others. And I'm more tolerant of different opinions that may not be my opinion, but I can see how they're a truth. And so I just, I've had totally different interactions with people that have caused me less internal strife. And so, and so all all of these things go together. It makes you a better person, makes you a better leader in in, in your own life, <laughs> honestly. I mean, if you can be that intentional leader in your life, yeah. I mean, if there's just a ripple effect of what happens after that, I mean, the way you're going to lead your company is a reflection and the way you're going to lead people and teams. I mean, it goes everywhere you go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The inner game. The inner game. The outer, yeah. Right? And it's like... I'm a big nerd and I read really old stuff from like the, I don't know, 16, 17, 1800s, because the focus was on truth then. Yeah. <laughs> and now yeah. I don't know what the focus is, but it's, I just go back there. And Thomas Troward said, you are a center of divine operation. Mm. And I think what you're, you're really talking about is that, you know, we're the center, <laughs> right? We're the center of whatever's going on around us. We're in the middle of it. <laughs> You know, and that's not a mistake. And so it's like, if you want to change the outer game or what is being reflected back to you, go to the center and not in an egotistical way and like a very humble way, like you and I are the center. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what you're talking about. So I just wanted to reflect that back to you. I hope that's resonating. <laughs> yeah, it is resonating. It is resonating. What it brings up for me is this idea of the more we know ourselves, 
and the more accepting we can be of ourselves, the more likely we are to be able to hear that inner knowing. And that inner knowing being like the center coming forth, right? And those external influences um, are still there, but they're not the loudest anymore. The internal voice, the internal knowing becomes the louder. And it's a very hard thing to describe. It's hard to articulate it. But when you are in the presence of someone who has that, you know it, you feel it. People want to be around that. Um, because that self-acceptance translates into acceptance of others. They feel it. So, you know, uh, rather than work to accept others, we work to accept ourselves. Yeah, I agree. And it's a, it's, it's kind of a paradigm shift, um, right? Because if you think about it, there's so much emphasis on outside and what's happening outside of yourself first. And then people try to make sense of how that works inwards. It's like, no, no, no. You just look inwards first, which is a skill set that I don't feel like is taught mainstream anywhere. I think that's another thing that's like just recently coming up for me more and more is where is my ego getting in my way? Right. Like as I think more about telling my story or telling stories and how to do that, I notice my ego showing up. Um, and sometimes in your uh, kind of stereotypical egotistical way, right? Like, ooh, like then that's a crafting. Now I want to craft it. And then also in that more subtle, um, uh, sneaky and insidious way, which is uh, no one's, no one cares. No, like it won't matter, right? Like why, like what makes you think your story is so special that you should tell it. And I think it, it, you know, when, when that shows up, I'm like, ah, uh, I see you there, ego, gotcha, heard ya, off you go, not needed right now. But it takes me right back to your point again, which is such a fantastic one, the personal is universal. Everybody's story is worth telling, is worth sharing. It's the knowing the story that is the hard part. That gets just all back to self-awareness. That gets right back to digging in and making meaning of it. I know this for a fact. People feel the truth. Like you said, when people feel someone who accepts themselves, because they will accept me and they don't judge me and I can be themselves, like I can be myself. Like something I've been working on this year is just being myself and figuring out who that is and then being that. And people around me are like, well, I feel this way when I'm with you. Like I'm getting people telling me that and it's just, they can be themselves when I'm myself because they know that I'm not going to judge them, right? There's so much learning along the way. So we could probably keep talking, but I just want to thank you for being back here and sharing so authentically once again with us what's going on because you know I think that's going to benefit not just me and you, but it's going to benefit so many people um, hearing this again. And it's such a great way to start the year as a really great reminder of, What's the story you want to tell this year? Which is so cool. 
Happy New Year to you, to your listeners. Uh, wishing you much success, ongoing growth. Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you so much. Have a great day.